Hello everyone and welcome to the Fit With Ruby podcast for the very first time. This is episode number one and to be honest with you, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. I'm really not that sure how to make a podcast, but I'm super pumped to be doing this, super pumped to have a platform to provide my rambles and hopefully give you guys some really valuable tips, take-homes, information and inspiration in relation to your health and fitness goals. And I also really want to get some awesome guests on this podcast as well. So I am 110% open to your suggestions. Also, all your feedback is so greatly appreciated. So please be honest with the episodes, what you like, what you dislike, how long you want them to be, you know, whatever you want to say, give me some constructive feedback. Tell me whatever you like. Just don't tell me that my voice is annoying because obviously I can't, <laughs> I can't do anything about that. Anyway, so I'm just going to get into this episode. This episode is all about five reasons why you cannot stick to your current health and fitness goals. Alrighty guys. So I'm just going to get straight into it with tip or reason number one, and that is you haven't yet established your why. So establishing your why is about finding that deep rooted meaning of why something is important to you or why you really want to achieve it. And it really cuts to the core meaning. It's not just a general sort of superficial goal. Like I want to lose 10 kilos something I find really helpful and I do use it with clients. It's something that I learned when I was studying and it is a activity called the five whys. So what it asks you to do is uh, determine what your goal is first off and then ask yourself, okay, why do I want to achieve this? So for example, I want to lose 10 kilos. Okay. Why do you want to lose 10 kilos? Oh, my answer is because I want to lose my belly fat and I want to fit into a size 10. Okay, why does that matter to you? Because maybe then I'll fit into my favorite clothes. Okay, so why do you want to fit into your favorite clothes? Because when I look good, I feel good about myself. Okay, so why do you want to feel good about yourself? So you continue to ask these whys. And then the answer might be, Oh, when I feel good about myself, I'm a happier person. I'm more confident and I'm more productive. And then you'd ask why again. Okay, so why do you want to be happier, more confident, more productive? Oh, because, you know, when I'm happier, my relationship thrives and I'm a better person to be around. And I also perform better at my job. So then you've gone from the goal to lose 10 kilos to now this deep meaning of why that is so important to you. And that is something that you can continue to refer back to just to, you know, keep that goal in sight, keep that motivation in sight, keep that deep cause, that deep meaning in sight of why you really want to achieve this goal. Because, you know, you're going to wake up and you're just going to say to yourself, oh, I don't really care about losing 10 kilos today because I want to do this. But you might think, okay, I actually do care about my relationship. I do care about my career. And therefore the productivity will come out of achieving my goal, my weight loss goal. Alrighty, so moving right along to reason number two of why you cannot stick to your goals. Your goal is too big. Right 
or it's just not measurable or the goal is going to be too much of a long-term result, right? So, you know, it's actually funny. I was reading a book one time and they were talking about how back in, you know, our ancestors, like, you know, caveman days, we, our basic sort of survival mechanisms and everything that we did day to day was based around an immediate reward, right? Like we would eat food to satisfy hunger. We would hunt. We would, I don't know, drink water. We would do all of these things to get that immediate return, right? So that is programmed into us as humans. So in this day and age, there's things like, you know, superannuation or investing or long-term weight loss goals. And we don't get that immediate reward. It's not like you go to the gym and you leave the gym and you're all of a sudden at your goal, right? You don't get that immediate sensation. So therefore it can be super hard for us as humans to stick to it. So Therefore, I think it's really important to have these mini goals along the way, those short term goals where we can gain more immediate reward from doing them. Right. So, for example, I'm going to go to the gym today and I'm going to set myself a goal to achieve X amount of reps on X amount of weight. And when I achieve that, that is attaining my short term goal. I get that immediate reward. But this short-term goal contributes to my long-term goal. So you get more frequent reward and self-recognition for how well you're going at that you're on track and you're not just chipping away and not gaining anything out of it. And that long-term goal isn't so out of reach, right? Because you have those small wins along the way. Okay, so moving along, number three. Reason number three why you cannot stick to your health and fitness goals, you are extrinsically motivated. So what does that mean? It means that external factors, external to you as a person, are what is motivating you to achieve your goal. For example, I want to look a certain way. I want to achieve this sort of recognition and acceptance from my peers I want to achieve these compliments I want to be the fittest person in the gym so these are all externally related sources of motivation so I think it's really important to flick the switch and go okay I need some intrinsic sources of motivation and what are intrinsic sources of motivation they should relate to your identity as a person we need to establish okay what type of person do i want to be what does that person do what does their day look like how would they respond in x situation why is it important that i become this person etc etc and continue to thrive off that intrinsic source of motivation and honestly i think that the extrinsic sources of motivation are unsustainable they come and go in waves you know one day you're trying to impress a boy and then the next day you don't even care about that boy anymore so goal goes out the window as well whereas you know you're always in your skin you're always with yourself like if you're intrinsically motivated then motivation will always hang around and aiming to and striving to transform your identity and uncover the 
the best version of yourself, I think is a very powerful movement. And oftentimes as well, the people who are extrinsically motivated are often unable to be truly happy or to unlock complete fulfillment and happiness because they're constantly comparing themselves. They're constantly trying to impress someone. They're not doing it for themselves. And we often see more disordered behavior. We see disordered relationship with food. We see disordered body image, particularly low self-esteem. And just, I guess, people who aren't as happy, right? If you're not doing it for you and your identity, if you're doing it for someone else, you're just not going to be as happy, you know, as plain and simple as it is. Alrighty, so let's move on to reason number four. Your strategy is unsustainable or your diet intervention or the way you're going about achieving your goal is unsustainable. And why is it unsustainable? Because it doesn't align with your values. So you're a human being. You cannot consume yourself entirely with this goal. Let's say the goal is to lose 10 kilos. Okay, but you are still an individual who values your social health. You've, you may value going on a holiday and having a couple of nights out, or you may value going out on a Saturday night and having a cocktail or two. You may also just be a lover of food and you enjoy eating pizza because it makes you happy. So you value your psychological health, right? You value how you feel mentally. And you also value your financial health. So does the diet intervention support your financial goals, your financial health as well? So I think we need to consider all of our values. What is really important to us outside of our goal? And we need to make sure that those needs are met before we go in with some strategies of dieting. Something I like to say to my clients all the time is your diet intervention needs to suit your lifestyle rather than your lifestyle suiting the diet. In my opinion, that is the most sustainable strategy as well. Think about it like this. You you decide, okay, I'm going to cut out alcohol for the next month in order to achieve my fat loss goal right? But deep down, you love a beer or you love a wine and you know that one day you're going to reintroduce those foods or the alcohol into your routine. So when you do so, when you do introduce them back into your routine, you're going to do so without any idea of how to actually sustain your results whilst enjoying the alcohol. Whereas I would much rather or be much more encouraging of people to practice including what they value, let's say it's the beer and the wine <laughs> within their fat loss goal so that you can learn how you can achieve your fat loss goal, but still enjoy the things that you value the most. And this brings us to reason number five of why you cannot stick to your health and fitness goals. And that is your environment doesn't support your goal. So we are essentially a product of our environment, right? Uh, without even realizing it sometimes the physical environment as well as the people around us have a huge effect on our behavior 
the way we think, the energy we hold, the decisions we make as well. So I think it's very important for people to consider their environment, look at, okay, what is not supporting my goal? Do I have a family member who is discouraging me from achieving my goal? Or do I live in a household where people have uh, lots of junk food in the cupboard? right? Or is my house full of treats that are going to trigger me? So the next step I would say is either (laughs) cut people out who are not supporting your goal or secondly, communicate with them. If you can't cut them out, if they're your mom or your dad, you simply can't just say, mom, see you later. Um, Communicate with them. Okay, so this is my goal. You may not understand it, but it is really important to me. So I require this from you. I require this amount of support from you. I require you to just be understanding of this and, you know, communicate with them what they should expect, right? This means that when we do go to family dinners, I might eat something different. Or this means that maybe you have an Italian grandma. Yes, Nonna, I love you, but your pasta doesn't support my health goal at the moment right or hey mate yep I'll totally come and hang out with you tonight or on the weekend but you know I'm not gonna have much to drink because it doesn't support my goal at the moment (laughs) and if they don't understand that or if they're not accepting of that then honestly are they worth spending time with ultimately you will if you do you you're going to attract the people that are going to support your goal right? So you do you first, as selfish as that sounds. And then coming back to your visual environment, the visual stimulation within your environment, it's really important that we do control this because essentially what is out of sight is out of mind. So let's say you walk into the kitchen, you walk into the kitchen pantry and you have no cravings, no desire to eat chocolate. But as soon as you walk in, you see a delicious, juicy looking block of milky bug gold chocolate there. And you think, oh my God, I could have a row of that. That's for sure. But prior to walking into the pantry, you had absolutely no inkling to consume this chocolate. So therefore, you're not hungry. You didn't really have a craving. You've just been visually triggered by the food. So what you can do is control your environment. Okay, so this is not my chocolate. Maybe mum or my brother or my partner actually bought it. So I can't really put it in the bin. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to put it out of my sight. So you could even put it on the bottom shelf or the top shelf away from eye level so that you don't see it. Or you could hide it. You could seriously put it to the back of the cupboard or hide it underneath something else just so that you're not visually triggered by it when you walk into the kitchen. Another example of, I guess, controlling your environment or changing the setup of your environment to support your goals is to consider what you do need to be achieving. Okay, so I do need to make sure I'm getting enough water in. I do need to make sure I'm prioritizing my fruit and vegetable intake. So maybe what you could do is arrange for a bowl of fruit to be set up on the kitchen bench or for your meal prep to be sat at the front of the fridge when you open the door rather than those temptation foods. And thirdly, you could have bottles of water lying around the house so that at any moment in time, 
you might see them and you're visually triggered and this all supports your goals. Every single thing in your subconscious mind is helping you stay adherent to your goal and just making it easier for you. So you don't have to rely on this willpower every time you come into the kitchen. You don't have to have those little arguments with yourself like don't do it, don't do it, you don't need it, you don't even want it, don't be fat, don't be a fat bitch. You can not rely on that. You don't have to say those things to yourself. You can walk into the kitchen and see an apple in the bowl on the bench and say, I'll have an apple. That looks delicious. You know what I mean? So in summary of my five reasons why you cannot stick to your health and fitness goal, I genuinely think that these create not only simple and easy adherence, but they create long-term sustainable change as well as help you to support an identity shift of which means you're chasing your goal for the right reasons rather than doing it for anyone else. You're doing it for you and you're making your environment and your world support this without missing out on things that you love doing and without developing a disordered relationship or a hating relationship with yourself that you can't stick to anything, you can't achieve anything. Why are people motivated but I'm not? It's not you. It's often that successful people or people who can stick to something, right? People that you look up to and think, okay, well, how come he can do it or how come she can do it and I can't? It's because they don't need to practice as much discipline as you do. Their environment, their people around them, their understanding of their goals, their reason why their intrinsic motivators help support their goal. And that's why you need to get your ducks in line so that you can be like that as well. So guys, if you got any value at all out of this episode, please let me know. If you think it may help someone that you know, send it to them or pop it up on your Instagram story and tag me. I would appreciate that so, so much. 